Hi, friends. Welcome to another edition of Passion for Wrestling Podcasting with your host, Sluglord. And joining me today, I have my friends, OC. We call him OC because that hair flows like the ocean, boy. OC, do you shampoo and condition every day or every other? Every day, my friends. Every day. It takes a lot of work to get them shiny as this. Fair enough. We also have joining me, Rob, don't call me Robbie Sekots. Rob, <laughs> is it not true that you are a 34-year-old female? No, that's true. Shocking, shocking. And speaking of shocking, joining us later is DJ Shockmaster. Uh, possibly, possibly not. Also, I may be cutting out a little bit early as I have prior engagements. But uh, go ahead, OC, take it away from here. Explain to the people what we will be going over on this edition of Passion for Wrestling podcast. Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you very much for that very warm introduction, my friend. It certainly got the... Uh spirits flowing uh, <laughs> but um yeah we've got a couple of things we're going to have a chat about today uh, i wanted to have a quick chat about uh, the glorious bobby Roode and the mm -hmm. recent win for the u.s title uh, we're also going to touch on raw 25 25th anniversary of raw it's a massive event for wwe this coming week and we're also going to quickly touch on the new signings at the wwe nxt performance center Ricochet, War Machine, and Candice LeRae. All fantastic additions for the Performance Center. This sounds like an action-packed edition of our Passion for Wrestling podcast. I would like to mention to the folks that we do have a new sponsor this evening. Now, guys, OC and Sekots, I have a question for you both. Have you ever had bathroom issues? Has your bathroom toilet ever backed up on you in any way? I'm glad you uh, clarified the matter, because I've had plenty of bathroom issues, but seeing that we're talking about toilets in particular, yes, yes, I have had many problems with my toilet. It is your guys' lucky day. No more the days of using those wimpy plungers. Now, brought to you by the people that brought us the Steiner recliner, as you see me sitting in now, we have the Steiner plunger, okay? Mm -hmm. For when you need to take a big papa dump, use the Steiner plunger. Just give it a couple big papa pumps, and your toilet issues will be gone forever, okay? That is the Steiner plunger in stores, surely everywhere. Keep an eye out for it, and thank you for the sponsorship. Carry on with the podcast. That's fantastic. I'm so glad I've got a way to get rid of that papa deuce now. I have to make sure I have plenty of those to hand. Big pumps. Big pumps. Is, that, is there a Big discount pump. code at all, or is it just like normal retail price? Discount code slug. Well, there you have it, folks. There you have it. We don't just it give you, you great 20, gets you 20%. It gets you 20% increased on your bill. That 20% does go to my pocket. Continue. Well, I do apologise about that. We did have some technical difficulties for just a minute there. So what Slug was saying was that it gives you an extra 20% in addition to the original retail price. So not only do you pay retail, you pay extra. So lucky you. But let's talk about um, SmackDown Live this week. It was a mm -hmm. very focused show, wasn't it? I mean, from start to finish, the main focus was the US Championship Tournament. Uh, starting off with the two final um, semi-final matches, sorry, uh, which was <laughs> Xavier Woods and Jinder Mahal. And yep. following that, it was Bobby Roode and 
Mojo. Mojo Rawley, that's right. Thank you for reminding me. Mm. Um, now, before we even go on to the, the final outcome, I just wanted to touch on Jinder Mahal. I'm not a big fan of the character and I'm not a big fan of the gimmick, but his in-ring work this week was outstanding compared to where he was like last year. Did anybody else think that? Yeah. Yeah, he's getting better. So I don't know, since he's lost the title, he seems more consistent in ring. Mm. So I don't, I don't know if it's because of that that he's getting better. I'll tell you what I was pleased to see, though, is that he was doing it on his own merit as well. There was very little interaction from the Singh brothers during the main event. Um, there, sorry, not in the main event. When I say main event, I mean in the actual match itself. Um, there was obviously the interference mm-hmm. later on in the final. But in the semi-final match, it was good to see Jinder doing the majority of the work <coughs> and the majority of the working himself. I was pleased to see that. And I did think that his in-ring work was looking a hell of a lot better than it has done. Yep. What about this, though? He's, jump- he's coming off being the WWE champion mm. and just put on a, what, nearly 20-minute match with Xavier Woods? Does that really make him look that good? Well, I mean, Xavier Woods... He's been Woods. having a 20-minute match with Xavier Woods, to be fair. <laughs> if he's just being a... For how long he was champion... For how strong they wanted him to be at the end of it, like he shouldn't be having a twenty-minute match. It could have been like eight or nine minutes and kind of competitive, but that was a long match. It was a long match. Yeah, I do see where you're coming from there. But at the end of the day, Xavier Woods is also championship material because he's a four-time tag team champion now, isn't he? With the New Day, mm-hmm. I know it's a different division. Um, That's but, you know, it's, it's still championship material at the end of the day. But, no, I get where you're coming from. I mean, Jinder Mahal's just come off of a singles championship run. Surely he'd the be WWE a bit more dominant. Not just any kind of singles championship. Yeah. Main championship for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right It's there. true. That is a good point. But I, I still found I mean, the, the match to be of a much better quality than his matches have been in the past. Yeah, that's fair. But... Um, Xavier Woods put on a good show. Um, I'm surprised Xavier Woods has had the focus that he has with everything that's going on in the background with Paige and all the leaks and everything, but he's still getting that focus. Put on a good match. Mm-hmm. The, the match was entertaining. Like, 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 like I said, it, it was a 20-minute match uh, with Jinder eventually going over, um, which led to the second semi-final, uh, which was the yeah. glorious Bobby Roode against Mojo Rawley. Uh, Mojo Rawley's entrance this week has changed. I thought it was fucking awful. That's just my personal opinion. I don't know what you guys thought. I'm not a fan. I'm not uh, a fan of this this new language of yours. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm hoping you, need, uh, you know what they you say. Need to clean it up. You know what they say. People who swear in their vocabulary tend to be a hell of a lot more intelligence slug. So yeah, well, you you may be shampooing and conditioning that every day, but you. You need to maybe shampoo and condition that mouth all right, for, all right. for, these, for these good people of ours. I'll, I'll try and tone it down. I'll try and tone it down. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead Robbie. I'm yeah, sorry, so don't. I was, uh, sorry, Rob. I was just going to say, I'm hoping that it's just, there was a trial and error with that entrance. I'm just mm. not a fan of it. Like, it just needs to switch everything up. If he's going to be the heel that just feels that he's better than everyone, which is the way he's coming across, like, there needs to be more, it needs to be more obnoxious. And I don't think that, it's something about it that just isn't great, no. and I think it does need changing. I personally couldn't stand the music. I thought the music was awful. It sounded, mm-hmm. it, it reminded me of something out of the women's division, if I'm honest. I could see something <laughs> like that going with Naomi, with her entrance. I don't see it being 
a dominant male superstar is about to get a push for uh, a title because there's rumours of him getting a mid-card push. I just it didn't suit him. It it did not suit him in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I'm, well, I'm the same. I think it will change again, hopefully. Well, I just want to uh, regurgitate a hot, hot take I heard earlier today, as I as I was laying in my king size bed, <laughs> where all the magic happens. Much magic. We we actually nicknamed it Hogwarts. So much magic. <laughs> Dark arts and facts. Dark arts. <laughs> but um, whilst laying there in my king size magic bed. Uh, I heard Dave Meltzer talk about Mojo Rally, and he did have an interesting take about his in-ring performance. That he's different from everything else that we see, like typically in a ring or in a WWE ring or even an indie-style ring. And the fact that he is a former po- uh, football player, he approaches every match like it's an athletic competition. Uh, he always comes with crazy intensity, whereas other matches kind of feel a little scripted and it feels like the wrestlers are just kind of going through the motions. It always kind of feels like Mojo Rally, like something crazy might happen. Like it doesn't feel like everything's going according to plan all the time. There's a certain level of chaos. And I feel like he can use that to his advantage if he keeps uh, utilizing it going forward. Mm-hmm. It is uh refreshing to see i guess it is a change up from your typical everyday match um so good on him for that for sure yeah i mean the gimmick the gimmick suits him absolutely and the way that he positions himself as a wrestler definitely definitely suits Mm -hmm. him definitely suits the character absolutely my gripe is really just the entrance at the minute i mean his in-ring performance it could still do with some work i like the intensity that's coming out of him at the minute him mm-hmm. having his feud with um, Zack Ryder, um, that really helped him. Him, you know, being put over by Ryder, that's certainly given him a good leg to stand on and a good direction to follow up with. But yeah. if they want him to be successful as an in-ring singles competitor, he needs to have the full package. And at the minute, his entrance is not giving him that full package that he needs to be successful. I would say that he... If, if I was him, I would be embarrassed by the time I'd reached the ring. Um, yeah. Maybe that's just a bit of a harsh statement, uh, maybe a bit looking too much into it, but I, I would be embarrassed of that entrance. Um, and, and secondly, Slow, what was Dave Meltzer doing in your king-size magic bed? He was giving me a five-star rating for my match last night. <laughs> I, I, hope, I was hoping he was going to say a five-knuckle shuffle, but we'll, <laughs> we'll move that along. Well, maybe there's children listening here. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to see if that goes up on. You use uh... a Steiner plunge around that mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but um, do you not think, like as you were saying about the entrance, that all everyone's music is it's perfectly done? Like for example, if you hear a glass smash, it's Austin. Mm. So I feel like sometimes the entrance is almost as important as everything else that they're doing in the ring. Yeah. Do you know what I, I mean? Like you... ocean, I think OC's hair. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. I mean, it's CFO Dollar, isn't it? That's, that's now doing all of the entrances for the WWE Yeah. I, I mean, they've not done bad. I'm, I, I mean, when you go from that like Jim John, Johnston, isn't it? Mm. Yep. Yeah. So when you go from him and then you've got a whole complete team in, I mean, they've done a lot of music, and the only one that's been, a, I would say, the only two that I'm not a fan of is Baron Corbin's new one and uh, Mojo's. Other than that, they've all been great. 
I don't mind Baron Corbin's new one. Um, I don't mind. I think the graphics behind Baron Corbin's is pretty pants, personally, but I think the music's yep. okay. Um, the one that particularly annoys me is Mojo, and the other one that particularly annoys me was Big Cass's after his heel turn. The, yeah, I don't know what they were doing there. No, that was a bit strange. Um, the the yeah. graphics were awful on that. It was just his name massively spread out across the Titan Tron. Uh, the music yep. wasn't great. Um, I, I think the CFO dollars do, do a good good job mm-hmm. but I don't think they're getting it right with everybody at the minute and I think they should spend yeah. a bit more time I mean a prime example of one that they're getting perfectly right was the Bludgeon Brothers when they made yeah. their debut their entrance music was spot on it matched the gimmick it matched yeah. the characters it matched the way that they conducted themselves during the entrance it was a spot on entrance theme but there awesome. are a few awesome. occasions where they're not getting it right Mm-hmm. Also, Maria Canellis and her husband's theme. Oh, that's that was a great one. That, I still love it. Oh man, I can't stand I that. Love theme. it. I love that theme. Oh, just reminds me of like a. <laughs> Here's to the greatest. Yeah, it's just like a '90s boy band. Yeah, crap. Exactly it's a ballad. Thing. It's a ballad. It's a shit ballad. Uh, it's, it's an American oh, ballad. I think we need a swear can in the corner or something. Yeah. Because OC's dropping bombs today. I know. I'm going to fund it's... our own promotion at this rate, aren't I? <laughs> uh, the, the quality of the match between Mojo and uh, Bobby Roode, what did you think? I thought it was all right. I mean, I can't complain. I mean, Roode went over as we expected. Mm-hmm. I would have preferred Mojo to go over, if I'm honest, because they're pushing him as his heel. But it, I think, it, to be honest, it was inevitable that Roode was going to win the US anyway. Mm. Um, but yeah, I thought the match was great for what it, what, for what it needed to be. The album put any complaints in. No, so, um, I think the only reason that Rude got it was because they needed a face to take yeah. it because of the feud that is potentially going to lead to WrestleMania between a face and a heel Dolph Ziggler uh, when he makes mm-hmm. his return. Uh, they, they like their face versus heel feuds. There's no point having a face versus a face or a uh, heel versus a heel. So it didn't surprise me that Rude got the got the uh, got the win over uh, Mojo. I think we'll see a feud between Mojo and the future United States champion, whether that's Rude or Ziggler in the future. We'll, we'll definitely see something come forward from that. Um, I, I was quite impressed with the quality of the match. I thought it was quite an entertaining match. I don't think it was quite as long as the first semi-final, but I still think yeah. it was quite a good match. Slug, what did you think, mate? I thought it was a good match. Um, I thought at the end, didn't Bobby Roode end up challenging Jinder Mahal for a match next week, and then Jinder declined the match? So, and they attacked, or the, after they attacked him, he attacked or asked for a match. The correct? original schedule mm-hmm. was for the final to take place next week on SmackDown Live. That had already been announced yeah. previously. Following Rude's win, Jinder Mahal sent out the Singh brothers to attack Rude. Um, one of the Singh Second, brothers, and then he... one of the Singh brothers actually injured themselves in the mix of it as well. Uh, one of them rolled their ankles, so it looks like we might not see the Singh brothers next week. But that oh, led no. to yeah, what a shame. That led to Jinder coming out and challenging uh, or, or making a bit more of a promo, stating how he was going to completely annihilate Rude next week. Rude got a bit upset and challenged him to 
have the match that night. Daniel Bryan come yeah, out was, and was. agreed to have the match that night and brought the brought the match forward for this week. And that led to the, the final taking place as the main event of SmackDown Live. Do you think there's a reason that the match was brought forward? Um, like, I mean, basically because you've got Raw 25 Monday. Mm. SmackDown needs to compete against it. And I don't understand why... They brought it so early, so something must be happening on SmackDown. The only thing I can think of is they were looking for something to take the distraction off of Jey Uso's arrest for DUI. Possibly, yeah. I'm possibly. wondering whether that was causing a bit of a negative outlook on SmackDown Live, and they needed something to distract that, so they brought the match forward. Maybe that's maybe mm-hmm. that's just a personal opinion. I'm, I've not got any sources to back that up, but um, that could be a reason. It could be. It's, it's, that, yeah, that sounds like a sound reason. It sounds like yeah. a logical explanation to me. They they need to keep the focus on um, the positives of SmackDown Live, especially with Raw negative. 25 yeah. next week, and it's going to be a big show. The last thing they need yeah, is a lot of bad show. publicity. So mm-hmm. taking the focus. Fact, away isn't from that, that? Go on, mate. Isn't that our? Uh, isn't that our next subject? Raw 25. You're quite right, my friend. You're quite yes. right. That well, was. Let's, uh, why don't we swing right into that? Let's, uh, that's what we call a segue. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and not one of those, not one of those stupid, stupid machines. Uh, you leave them alone. Forward well, I mean, have you got one? Yeah, they're about as. Uh, I got. I have seven of them actually. I donate them several times a year. I'm very, very rich. You are well. But as you feel use, free to but send them to the as UK. in a soup kitchen. <laughs> it's all those promotions you're doing at the minute. It's like you're clearly c- capping a commission here somewhere and putting the money somewhere. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, don't worry about my finances. I've uh, I've invested all of yours, ninety nine percent. Thank you very much. All of your guys' uh, intake is being invested by me, and that's uh, you can trust me. <laughs> well, <laughs> going to find out that slugs invested in investment. Beard oil and Starbucks, and we're going to lose our investment <laughs> entirely. <laughs> and, and Starbucks tacos. actually has been pulled. Starbucks has been pulled as a sponsorship because Erica messed up my drink today. Erica, you know who you are. That was not enough <laughs> ice from that Americano. Shame on you, Erica. They have been pulled. I still support them as a business, but they will not be on camera today. No, sir, they won't. Ooh, it feels you like just mentioned their name, Erica. Feels Shame like a, on you. Feels like a one-star review coming their way, if I'm yes, completely honest. We'll have, yeah. have to keep an eye on their Facebook page. <sighs> <they're lying. laughs> so, uh, yeah, speaking of Raw 25, we've got um, a plethora, that's a big word for me, of, um, of guests appearing. Yes. And um, <laughs> who's so who's your favourite? Like, who do you want to be there that hasn't been announced yet? Oh, that's a tough one. I think because we were talking about this earlier uh, as a group, and Edge isn't there, so I feel like Edge needs to be there. There's there's yeah. a few that I, I don't think Dwayne Johnson's been announced. The Rock's been announced yet. He's got a very busy schedule, and I very think busy. I think he is a big part of WWE, a big part of Raw, and I I see it being a very odd celebration without him. Um, Without the rock, yeah, he's definitely someone I would have thought to have been there, but schedule clashes and all that. Um, Edge again is another one, which mm-hmm. you quite rightly said Christian's going to be on it. I think. I think Christian. Yeah, that's what I mean. Out. You can't have Christian and not have Edge. Yeah, is Edge and Christian? Yeah, hey, they just go together. I think. I think you guys are right. I think there needs to be a God presence on that show. And shout out all my good Christians out there. 
<laughs> it sounds like we've Paul got... Hogan. What's his face? Um, oh, God. Vince Russo. Vince Russo's going about God on every single podcast at the minute. You know, I thought you were talking about Reverend Devon for a minute. I thought you was going to... You know, <laughs> we're going to have that. Speaking of reverence, we do have good brother love on the show tonight. We do. <laughs> um, I love you. <laughs> Fun that's fact, right, but I'm Rod 25. I actually got forward. myself uh, ordained as a as a reverend on the internet once. So, yeah, I am reverend. We're out here dropping curses for the children. Reverend wow. OC what over here. Um, what an example. I know, I know. Um, isn't it a bit weird that you're called anarchist? Yeah, you're a reverend. It's, it's it's like a negative on a pod. It doesn't work, it's, mate. It's my alter ego, mate. It's it's my. Oh, that's fair enough. It's the Jekyll to my Hyde. So. Oh, okay. Know, we we've all got yeah. our own. Like slug's beard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know what slug. Was there anyone on the list for Raw Twenty Five that was missing for you? Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. Hulk 100%. is. Hulk definitely needs to be involved, but. Has he served his time? Is it time for him to make his return? Hey, hey, we've all made mistakes. I haven't, but that's because I'm perfect, okay? <laughs> Everyone else out there, I'm sure, has made mistakes. You guys need to get over it, okay? I've gotten it over it long ago. Hey, I'm, Don't I'm throw happy. glass. Don't throw stones in a glass house unless you're me because you know where to throw them at the angles to not shatter the glass. <laughs> what, um, what if Hogan doesn't appear? But uh, What would you call that? Mr. America. Was that right? When he was under the mask gimmick for Zach Gowan? Oh, yeah. So what happens if Mr. America appears? Would you prefer? No, you give it all. You give it to us raw, damn it. This is raw 25. <laughs> give it to us raw. Uh, we can take it. Do you see any more Rolling. stars from the Attitude Era coming over? I mean, we've uh, already got Stone Cold, haven't we? So Stone Cold's been yeah. announced. we got the uh, Dudley Brothers. Dudley Boys, they're coming. Mm-hmm. So Dudley that'd be brothers. good. Dudley Brothers? No, Dudley Boys. Um, we'll obviously have Matt Hardy. American girl Do you reckon Jeff will be there? Oh. That was the other question I was going to ask. Do you reckon Jeff will be there? It's, it's a difficult one because he's still signed off with injury, isn't he? So whether he'll come back. He can just do a backstage segment. Yeah, he could do. Could do. But Matt's getting a real push at the minute with his Woken gimmick, isn't he? So the focus is kind of wrong, Matt. Yeah. Great. Yeah, they've kind of fucked that up already, haven't they? Yeah, um, oh, that's that number five, man. I'm counting. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that, to be fair, but we'll, we'll see. Where, as long as they don't reintroduce Sister Abigail, I'm happy. Um, you know, the last yeah. thing I need to see is a woken Matt Hardy facing a hermaphrodite boat Bray Wyatt. Um, if it happens, it happens. <laughs> but, the term is transsexual. No, in Bray Wyatt's case, it's hermaphrodite. Um, well, well, in that case, it's a medical case, and he should seek help. He should, but Se- JoJo's a lucky woman to have such a lovely man-woman thing coming her way. But I've, I've, Raw 25 is being built up at the minute as a massive, massive yep. event. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I don't blame them either. I mean, 25 years of Raw, that's... That's a big achievement. Well, Michael Cole likes to announce it every week. It's the longest episodic running TV show in history. So it's a big moment for WWE. Mm -hmm. Um, And my my final question, Taker's going to be there. And I did do a post on this, uh, so go and check the page. Um, Might as well plug that while we're talking. Um, I said about Taker uh, versus Cena. Will this be the setup for Taker and Cena? I think it will. Because we know that the dead man... Has you know put hung up his uh, his coat and stuff. 
is it going to be the return of the American badass? That's what I want to know. See, I don't think it's going to be the American badass. I think it's going to mm-hmm. be the dead man. The reason for that being is that the dead man is the more popular gimmick of the two. The yeah. dead man has a history of going away and coming back. He's done that a few occasions now. Mm-hmm. Um, John Cena has already taken a swipe at Undertaker when he entered into that feud with Roman Reigns. Yes. Um, so the, the seeds have already been sown. I, the only logical way I see this going now is this being the final match, it being both main gimmicks, so that will be the dead man for The Undertaker. The Undertaker putting Cena over because at the end of the day... Cena will continue his WWE career, even if it's on a part-time basis, whereas this will be the final match for The Undertaker. I don't think there's any point in putting The Undertaker over for that match. He's already lost the streak, so there's no requirement for the streak to be protected or for him to have a win Mm -hmm. at WrestleMania. The only logical way I see this going is Deadman versus Cena at WrestleMania with Cena going over. But, you know, there's a lot of rumours going around um, someone on the Passion for Wrestling Wolfpack page, um, go check it out if you haven't already, it mentioned that they'd seen a couple of rumours on a couple of other pages, not going to name them because at the end of the day, Passion for Wrestling is the be-all and end-all of where to go, but he'd seen a couple mm-hmm. of rumours that The Undertaker was actually going to have an interference role in the triple threat match for Raw. I personally don't see it happening, but... That's another rumour that's doing the rounds at the minute. I don't know what you guys think. Um, I, so, by I a triple threat match, what match are you talking about? The triple threat match for the Universal title, which is okay. Brock Lesnar, Kane and Braun Strowman. Okay, so that was that for Rumble. I can see it happening because I did read somewhere that um, a good idea, well, an idea that was rumoured was Taker and Kane will bring back the Brothers of Destruction mm. and then they would leave together at the end mm. and then both of them would retire on the same time, which I think is great. It's like, it's the perfect happy ending for both of them, but I feel like Kane should have his own retirement because when you've got Brothers of Destruction together, everyone talks about Taker over Kane. Mm. So, I mean, Kane's, he is actually gets the little brother treatment of he's not as important. So I feel like Kane has to have his own retirement. Yeah, I agree. And at the end of the day, whilst Kane needs to have his own retirement, so does The Undertaker. The Undertaker has had 20-plus years of service to the WWE. That bloke deserves a bloody good send-off when he does actually make the announcement that he is retiring. It won't be him, because he'll stay in kayfabe the whole entire time, but when WWE make the announcement. Speaking of send-off, I have to leave you two. So, sadly, for the people, that means that the quality of this podcast will probably be decreasing tenfold. (laughs) Take everything these guys say with a shot of vodka, and no, they'll probably try and run me down, but we all know it's untrue. You can't believe anything they say, except for the things about wrestling that they happen to know a lot about that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for that uh, little boost to the podcast, Slug. Yeah. Uh, That certainly helped with the audience's following, so... We're very grateful, but thanks for joining us today, my friend. Uh, I Absolutely. Hope, I hope the rest All of jokes. your day is uh, filled with lots of beard oil, Starbucks, and fun. And uh, yes, I have, before I you have do several, several dates, several dates, and several business arrangements to get to right now. All of which 
you guys won't have to worry about it. I'll, I'll inform you at a later date. Of course. Yeah, I was going to say, before you shoot off, do you want to uh, plug what's going to be coming out soon, uh, being the marks? Yeah, you can find my calendar for the year and several different poses coming out to several stores near all of you, I'm sure. The ladies have requested it, and I have obliged. Um, other than that, I guess, yeah. Being the Marks, uh, episode three, highly anticipated, should be dropping sometime next week, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, jokes aside, more podcasts to come. Fantastic podcasts. More admins will join. Everybody's fantastic. These guys are great. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much uh, pretty much it. A lot a lot more to come in the next several weeks. That's great. Just a quick plug on that calendar as well. I make a special appearance in October. Uh, I've got Vince McMahon's head covering each of my nipples. Um, but it's, Get your magnifying glasses out. Hey, hey, hey. There's nothing wrong downstairs, my friend. Nothing wrong downstairs. I wasn't, I wasn't saying that. That was, that was you that, that implied it. No, it was you that implied it with the magnifying glass. Don't try and worm your way out of that one, my friend. I, I was only going to say because it's a small small pick we had to put up there, but you know. Yeah, whatever you say. Try and dig yourself out with that digging machine, my friend. But... Thanks for joining us, buddy. We'll catch up with you later, and uh, yep. we'll uh, let you know. Sweet yeah, uh, podcast, guys. Sweet. We'll let you know when this airs, and uh, catch up with you later, man. So I suppose that kind of, not really at all, but segues us over to the last point of the podcast, which was the <laughs> recent uh, signings for NXT. So we've got yes. War Machine, a very, mm-hmm. very popular tag team from the New Japan Ring of Honor and the independent scene coming over to the Performance Center we've also mm-hmm. got Ricochet King Ricochet I mean wow what a signing that is for NXT incredible that's a fantastic signing and we've also got Mrs. Wrestling herself Candice LeRae Johnny Wrestling Johnny Gargano's wife coming over to the Performance Center three fantastic signings I mean what are your reactions to that um so Candice LeRae, I was I was really happy. The fact that she's coming over and that's going to build like it's, I feel like just the next person to take the throne for the women's wrestling. Mm. Um, obviously, War Machine. I, I'm looking forward to War Machine and first of all, Authors of Pain. Yeah. Um, uh, if if it happens and they don't get called up, uh, then that'd be a great match. But Ricochet, I've been watching him for so long oh. um, from Lucha Underground, his indie stuff, um, his stuff with Will Osprey. So now he's in NXT. I man, it's, it gives me even more of a reason to watch it. I tell you what. So I can't wait. I was surprised that they did eventually sign uh, both War Machine and Ricochet. Now War Machine because yeah. they've just chucked a load of money and a load of resources into refining Rowan and Harper as the Bludgeon Brothers, and that's a very similar gimmick to what War Machine have been doing out on the Indies, Ring of Honor, and yeah. New Japan. So I was very surprised that they actually did that signing because it seems counterproductive with what they're doing with Ronan Harper. But with uh-huh. them being on NXT, it's a separate show, separate division. So maybe this is an opportunity for War Machine to refine their gimmick in some particular way. They're going to come out and they're just going to completely annihilate. I'd love to see a triple threat match between War Machine, Authors of Pain and also Heavy Machinery. I think that would be yes. an outstanding 100%. match. Three absolute powerhouse tag team uh, tag teams in the NXT tag team division. Uh-huh. I think that would be an absolutely outstanding match. Um, and I was also surprised about Ricochet being signed because WWE has got a very B 
big stigma against signing people which are all flips and no wrestling. Yeah. Haven't they? They've been 100%. very against getting the very athletic people coming in because they don't want it to be gymnastics. They want it to be sports entertainment and wrestling. And Ricochet yeah. is a very athletic superstar. He's a yeah. very, very flips and somersaults-based wrestler. But he's also a very good technician. And he's also a very good Incredible. striker as well. Um, mm-hmm. Like you say, his, his run-ins with Will Ospreay, absolutely incredible if you haven't checked those out guys i would strongly recommend yeah, 100% going onto youtube them. and having a look at those but I, mm-hmm. I was a bit surprised about ricochet being signed but i am damn sure happy that he has been signed i'm so excited for him to make his debut Do you know what i was having this conversation with one of my friends um recently and i want to see ricochet versus velveteen dream yep i just think i know it's a bit of a weird matchup and the way Dream is and all that. But I can honestly, I can say, I think that would be like a five-star match. If done the right way, that that could steal any NXT show. Another one which is potentially going to be an absolute showstopper match of the year contender is mm-hmm. Ricochet versus Alistair Black. Now that, yeah. I think, I'd, has the potential money. for an absolutely outstanding match. Um, yeah. That if that ever got announced, I would be a very, very uh, excited NXT mark. That is going to be me. straight on the DVR. That's going to be straight recorded, and that's something <laughs> that I'm going to be going back to on a number of occasions because that is a match that has a lot, and I mean a lot of potential. Yeah. So with uh, so obviously with more War Machine, I don't think they get watered down. Uh, Candice, I don't think. I think they'll let her keep the way she is. Maybe they'll do a couple of changes. Mm. Ricochet, do you think they're going to water him down? Do you think they'll make him cut out the flips or do you think they'll allow him to carry on? I think it would be to WWE's disadvantage if they did that because Ricochet has a massive following outside WWE. But yep. that following is going to eventually follow him over to the WWE for those hardcore Ricochet mm-hmm. fans. If they then try and water him down and try and make him into something that he's not, I think they damage, they'll damage Ricochet's future prospects and career and they'll also yep. lose a big fan base which is not good for wwe with such a massive signing what they want to be doing is they really want to be utilizing the uh, momentum that ricochet has outside of wwe because that essentially for the non-wwe fans is an extra audience to come over to wwe yeah. um if, if, if triple h has any involvement in that he is going to keep ricochet doing exactly what he's already doing because he wants that additional audience he wants that additional fan base um and essentially that is going to help propel NXT to another new level. NXT is going level after level after level with their signings at the minute. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm so impressed with what they're doing. The creative side of NXT at the minute is absolutely spot on, in my opinion, and the gimmicks and the characters. They're, they're putting the main roster to shame on a number of points, but yeah, I'm a lot. very excited about these signings. I think they're very good prospects for the NXT divisions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, just jumping off what you said about um, if they water Ricochet down, they've done that with Neville quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if you watched him on the Indies as Pac, mm. um, but he was, I wouldn't say he was at the level of Ricochet. I'd say they're quite similar, but there was things that Neville were doing, that Neville was doing that were the same. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like the flips, the, the way he was moved. And then when he finally come up to the main roster of NXT, he started to do that quick pace stuff. And then they just let it drop again. Yeah. Um, 
And then you know, we saw so they it, do ruin him. We saw it revisit a bit when he went onto the 205 roster because that is a much yep. more fast-paced division. That is something which is renowned for having blips, somersaults, high spots, fast-paced wrestling. Um, so we did see a bit of that return. But yeah, I get what you're saying. When he did make his, uh, re- you know, his, his uh, step it, up to the main roster, it did take yeah. a bit of a dip. Uh, I completely agree. Yeah, I mean... I mean, watching his old stuff and then you watch his new stuff is like, like for example, things on YouTube, top 30 moves of Pac. Mm. Then you watch the top 30 moves of Neville and they're like two completely different wrestlers, but with the same face. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like I just hope they don't do that with Ricochet. They should have learned their lesson and just let him be him. Yeah. I mean, uh, in my opinion, Ricochet has the momentum and the following to make a main roster debut. He doesn't even need yeah. to do NXT, in my opinion. But I'm pretty sure Triple H has said, no, no, no. He's coming over to NXT because I want him for a little while, which is understandable. I, mm-hmm. I feel now, um, I think the prime example would be Sin Cara, mm-hmm. the original, so Mystico when he first came over. He didn't go NXT to train. He went straight to main roster, yeah. as you know. And he just, I don't think he had what it took to be a part of that, that type of environment. Yeah. Whereas someone like Del Rio... He spent a couple of months at the training ground getting that training mm. and then went main roster. I don't, he didn't go NXT, did he? No. NXT compared to the main roster is a very, very different environment. Uh, yeah. NXT is, as I'm sure a lot of you know, pre-recorded, weeks ahead of time. So, And they tend to do it in a big bulk. So they'll do it over a week. They'll do a big taping and that'll be their scheduled viewing for the next coming couple of months. With... The main roster is a very different way of life. They're constantly on the road. They're moving from location to location. They've got all the live events in the meantime as well. So it's a lot more full on. So yep. I think I think it was, uh, I don't know whether it was Buzzard or Man of a Thousand and Four Holds, but the jump from NXT to main roster shows just how much of a wrestler you really are. Because if you can't yeah. cope with the demand of the main roster and the travelling then you're not cut out for the industry. It's as simple as that. 100%. Um, yeah. You know, with with the NXT uh, division, it's all recorded ahead of time, so you get the opportunity. I know, I know they've got the NXT live events from time to time as well, but you still get the opportunity to come away from the performance centre, um, you know, recover, nurse your wounds, and do whatever you've got to do. But, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very different way of life for them. Um, it, I couldn't hack it. I mean, I'm not exactly built as a wrestler. I don't know if you've seen, but <laughs> even if I was, it's not a lifestyle I could hack. But, you know, I've got a lot of respect for the people that uh, are able yeah, to do it time. on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Um, even more so back when they were doing, um, when there was no brand split, because you would have yeah. stars doing Monday Night Raw and moving over to SmackDown on a Tuesday all in one week and then going off and doing the live events. Now, that was a yeah. full-packed week. Um, and then imagine doing that and having a pay-per-view on a Sunday as well. I mean, that, that's an intense week for such a physically demanding career. But I mean, Cody Rhodes, before he left, he uh, I don't know if you read it, he wanted to do Stardust on one show mm. and then Cody on another. Mm. So he would have been doing double duty. And uh, I, I mean, I would have liked to have seen it happen just to see if it would work. Yeah. But then that, that's that thing of if someone gets injured, you're now two superstars down rather than just the one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, they really missed a trick with Cody. Um, I mean, Cody's just shown what he can do by just going over to the Ring of Honor in yep. New Japan. I mean, his uh, his character over in New Japan and Ring of Honor is absolutely outstanding. He's such a good heel. I think I've said it before. He's such a fantastic heel. 
WWE really lost a trick with him. They really did. Um, and I'm a bit gutted. I think they've learned a lesson. I'm hoping they have. But, mm-hmm. you know, have they? Because we're now in this issue where Neville got fed up of everything that he was having, you know, chucked his way. Um, yeah. Booked to lose clean to Enzo Amore. He walked. And, on, on draw. Yeah, and yeah. ever since, he's not come back. He's had a couple of discussions. They were positive. They all broke down. Things got negative. And again, Neville is one of those stars, which is absolutely fantastic. He's incredibly talented. And the WWE, whilst they haven't officially announced that they're going to release him or, and, or Neville saying that he's asked for his release, they're in real danger of it happening. Him going over to New Japan and just, even if he wrestles as Pac again, just having an absolute blitz of a career over there. Um, yeah. It'd be a complete and utter waste. So, I mean, WWE really needs to put its finger out with the retention of its WWE superstars as far as I'm concerned. Um, there's been quite a few that they've lost, but... Um, yeah, I'm. We kind of got a bit off subject there, haven't we? We've moved on to that's fine, a but number of points. It, it's it's included yeah, <laughs> with it's, the way things are. It's a little bonus so, yeah, point a, for you. But, it's a lovely tangent. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited going back to the main point to see what happens with these three signings. Um, I think Candice LeRae, like you said, has the real potential here to completely dominate the women's NXT division. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see her having a run as good as as Asuka, but I see her having no. a a solid run. Even even so, um, I, I Ember Moon's currently the women's NXT champion. I would quite happily have Candice LeRae come in, enter into a feud with Ember Moon. Maybe it runs across a couple of NXT takeovers with Candice LeRae taking the title in a couple of months' time and Ember Moon dropping it. Yeah. I don't I don't rate Ember Moon. I don't think she's I mean, she's no. talented. Um, she's got an incredible finishing manoeuvre. Um, but I just... I don't like her on the mic. I do not like her on the mic. Yeah. And to be a champion, you need to be able to get yourself over on the mic as well. And if you can't do that, then you're not going to go anywhere. Um, That's fair enough. So I'm, I'm not a massive fan. We, we might see her at the Royal Rumble. Um, I doubt it. With her being yep. so busy on the NXT at the minute. But we could do. I'm excited for the Rumble. Um, mm-hmm. There's a bit of an informal prediction here. Have you got anyone in particular you want to win um, the men's and the women's so Royal Rumble? I'm quite a mark, as you know. I'm a big fan of Becky. Mm. <laughs> um, I would never have guessed that one, my friend. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I want Becky Lynch to win the uh, women's. Uh, men's, though, I don't know. I don't want to do the obvious answer of, um, like, I want Nakamura, mm. purely because I, I'm a fan of Nakamura, but... I want a surprise. I want it to be someone that we least expect it to be. Mm. You know, like, I mean, there's rumours of the Daniel Bryan coming back. and I, Great. If it happens, great. Yeah. But then it's too it's too obvious that it will be... Do you know what I mean? If he, Daniel Bryan enters the Rumble, he's got to win it. Yeah. Yeah, there's no you know, way. So I, I want a big surprise. I mean, for the women's one, I don't know who I have going over on the women's. It's a tough one. I'd, I'd quite like to see maybe Naomi winning. I think yes, Naomi's, Naomi's quite a talented female superstar. Um, she's done well. She had a good run mm-hmm. with the women's SmackDown title. I was quite entertained by that. And you know, she's a big focus of the stable between Charlotte, Becky, and and her at the minute. They're, they're getting a lot of TV time at the minute. Um, yeah. 
but entering into this feud with the Riot Squad. I don't know. I mean, I was never a massive fan of Naomi, but over the last few months, I find myself being pulled her direction. Um, so you're feeling the glow. Yeah, I'm feeling the glow a little bit. <laughs> and, you know, she had a WrestleMania, or she wanted to have a WrestleMania moment last year. I don't think she could have it because of her injury, because she had to really... It was her knee, title. wasn't it? Yeah. So I yeah. think this is the... This will give her the women's, you know, the, the WrestleMania moment that she craved last year. It's not going to be in her hometown, but it's going to be the WrestleMania moment that perhaps she deserves. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Like you, with the Men's Royal Rumble, I would like to see a bit of a surprise. Uh, I do quite a lot of research into these things, into like rumours and storylines and things that are potentially going to come out. Yeah. And the names circulating at the minute for me are Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura, Randy Orton... John Cena or um, Roman Reigns or lastly Daniel Bryan so like you if Daniel Bryan enters he's got a win his betting odds have substantially reduced so the betting odds tend to have something in it most of the time they tend to you know whether it's having a lot of people bet on that particular person or whether they get some information which changes the betting odds yeah. Either could be a very strong indication of something happening. Randy Orton, he's rumoured. I don't see it happening. He had last year. He didn't put on a good WrestleMania match last year, so I think he kind of writ himself off for that one. Yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura, I think he's been spoken about so much now that it's not going to happen. He's, it's kind of been yeah. put out in the public too much now. It's just not a surprise. So that kind of leaves John Cena, Roman Reigns and Finn Balor for me. Um, I would like to see Finn Balor win because Ooh. Roman Reigns, if, if he enters at number 30 again like he did last year, I'm going to throw Matelli out the window. <laughs> if John yeah, Cena wins, I think it's going to be a real gut wrench for any other working superstar who's actually working a full-time schedule. I know that they yep. want to book Cena to win his 17th title and I think there will be an opportunity in the future for him to do that. I don't think winning the Royal Rumble is that opportunity. Finn Balor, He's finally getting some momentum behind him with the revisiting of the Balor Club. Mm-hmm. He's got Gallows and Anderson on side. I presume Gallows and Anderson are going to be involved in the Royal Rumble as well. It's nice to see. I hope so. It's nice to see them moving away from that ridiculous comedy skit that they were doing and doing all the WWE yep. shop promotions. It's nice to see the root of Gallows and Anderson coming back. Yep. I would also like to see Finn win switch brands and pursue the WWE Championship on SmackDown Live. I think that would be a very good storyline if he took Gallows and Anderson with him because then we're moving into a pursuit between him and AJ Styles and it's not just a pursuit for the championship, it's also a pursuit of who is really the leader of the club and I think that has a lot of potential. Um, Yeah, big time. AJ and uh, Balor put on a hell of a show when they faced off a couple of months ago um at the last minute that was a great show um it was a Mm -hmm. great match a lot of the marks were going mental for it i think with the right storytelling that could be a real sort of raw smackdown wwe moment for years to come um Mm -hmm. so that's what i would like to see whether it Mm -hmm. actually happens or not it's a very different matter yeah and i mean do you know what since Finn has been with the club. 
I'm actually taking the shine to Finn, mm. which I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Finn, right. as a lot of people probably on the page know. Um, but yeah, man, I'm really, and I, it's interesting as the, the club are Hill, yet Finn's face. So I, it's interesting where he lies. Well, do you know what I mean? Yeah, he was face before he re, reunited with the club. Yeah. Since he's reunited with the club, he's taken a bit of a smarky heel turn. Um, and we're seeing progressively more and more heel behaviour coming out of him. It's not been quite a full turn because we're still seeing that charming Finn Balor that we see on WWE television a lot with the, the smiles and the you know the chatty behaviour. And He was a bit of a face, in my opinion, in the Mixed Match Challenge with Sasha Banks. Um, yep. So we've not seen a full heel turn. But I think we could see a proper heel turn in the time, you know, coming up to WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I, since he's he's come back and reunited with the club, he's getting that push. He's getting that drive. His character is being rebuilt, and he's getting that, you know, the attention that he quite rightly deserves. I know there's not there's a lot of people out there which aren't fans of Finn Balor. They weren't fans of Prince V when he was over in New Japan. And, you know, they're entitled to their own opinions, fair enough. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Finn Balor fan. I like the fact that someone from the European wrestling scene, the Irish wrestling scene, the British wrestling scene, whatever you want to call it, has gone over, had such a dominating career over in New Japan and come over to WWE. And, you know, is having main event matches. I like that. I'm a big fan yeah. of that. Um, I think that he was wrongly written off following his injury after the Universal title match last year uh, at SummerSlam. Was it last year or the year before? I can't remember. It's such a long time now. Uh, Not last, last year, I think. 2016, because 2017. Yeah, that's time, right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just over a year ago now. Um, I think he was wrongly written off after that because they just didn't know how to book him because Brock Lesnar had come back and taken the championship, so it kind of cocked mm-hmm. everything up for him. I think this is the opportunity for Finn to really go back to basics, start again, have a real dominant run. I know he's a cruiserweight in a lot of people's opinions, but I think this is a good opportunity for him. Um, And I really see him coming out on the strong end of this, but we just have to see what happens. Big time. Uh, Like I said, this is, I think, a time where he can actually flourish and blossom into this new heel that, you know, could help generally not just help him but help the club. Yeah. Um, and if the club gets over like the Bullet Club has, um, then kudos to them because that getting that marked out. I mean, if the New Day can do it for like almost two years, three years nearly, then I mean nothing's going to stop the club when they start and it takes off. Mm. That will just erupt. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I agree. I'm hoping it happens. Yeah, I hope it happens as well. Um, you know, they've put a lot of work into the, the the gimmick. I know it's mainly focused over in Japan, but they've put a lot of work into it. And they've made a few references over the last couple of weeks of um, they have the the original Bullet Club and New Japan, and that surprised me a little bit. But it's nice to see that they're not ignoring their history. Um, but yeah, I think I think we're on the way of seeing seeing big things to come out of Finn Balor and the club. Brock Lesnar's not going to be about forever. His contract's coming to exactly. expire. Um, mm-hmm. Once the contract has expired and he's dropped the title, they no longer need to protect him in that dominant suplex city gimmicks. Uh, yep. Finn Balor already has a win over Roman Reigns, so he could easily take the title off of him. Um, he could yeah. engage into some other storyline with someone else who takes the title off of Roman Reigns. You know, there's so much potential in it. 
Um, and equally, like I said, I'd like him to see, see him go over to SmackDown Live and enter into a feud with AJ. I don't see AJ going anywhere. I don't see him coming over to Raw. Not for a while. He is the face that uh, AJ Styles... the place yeah. to go. He's, he's, yeah. he, he built AJ... Um, what is the, what is the line? I can't. He's the house he's, um, that AJ Styles um, built. This is the house that AJ yeah. Styles built. Yeah. God, that would have been so much smoother if I managed to get that out first time. <laughs> Pre-edit. Uh, that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to get this really dodgy edit later on. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think there's a lot of potential there. Yeah, big time. Cool. Right. Well, I haven't got anything else oh, yeah, to add man. today. What about you? No, nothing. No. Okay. Well, let's quickly plug the other pages. So. Yeah. For all you guys, we've got the Passion for Wrestling Facebook page. You can check us out on P4 Wrestling on Facebook. We've also got the new Facebook page, which is Passion for Wrestling Wolfpack. P4W Wolfpack. We'll put a link to the page. uh, Well, there's plenty of links to the page over on the main page. So go and check it out if you haven't already. Give it a like. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a great team of admins on there. Lots of great content coming out of it. Great content coming out of the main page as well. It always does. So make sure you give both pages a like and follow. We've got the Twitter page as well, which is uh, recently changed over to the Wolfpack page, which is at P4W Wolfpack. We've also got the Instagram, which again is at P4W Wolfpack. Uh, We'll put all the links in the, uh, on the, uh, on the YouTube page. And finally, yep. we've got the, uh, like I've said, the YouTube page, which is Passion for Wrestling on YouTube. Slug has already mentioned it, but I'll mention it again. We've got uh, episode three of Being the Marks coming out very, very soon. I know that you're both putting a lot of work into that at the minute, aren't you, uh, Mr. Mr. Audio Man? And <laughs> that's uh, highly anticipated, and we're looking forward yeah, to seeing that. Do you know what? It's, um, it's quite nerve-wracking, because I see the pain that Slug goes through, <laughs> and... Just having to watch it just to help him with, you know, getting his story out. It's, I'm being traumatised. Yeah. Every every time it comes out, it's, a trauma, it's traumatic. It is. I don't so, blame you. I did yeah. I did a lot of editing for episode one and episode two. I know exactly how you feel. It's, 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 it's haunting. Man. It's haunting. It's uh, haunting. Just no, to that's... see him go through the difficulty that he's been having, it's, it's yeah. tough. It's tough. Because this, this stuff's happened. Like, it's not it's not like it's a fake thing. This no. is happening, no. man. And... Um, you know, having to see like a fellow admin go through a table and, you know, be like chloroformed and dragged. It's, yeah. And that's why it, it, it's, it's not the fact that it's taken a while to do them. It's, it's the fact that we're having to watch it. Yeah. And it, we need time to soak it in before yeah. we can go back and help edit. And like you say, it's, at the end of the day, it's a fellow admin, but he's more than that. He's a fellow friend. He's a, he's a fellow brother. And to watch well, I wouldn't him go, go that through far. that. All right, maybe not. <laughs> but no, it is tough to watch him go through all of it that. Is. It, uh, you know, we, we can only hope that things come to a. Uh, a steady resolution soon and you know slug I've, can move on with mm, his life but we'll just have to I've, I've said this to him just stop looking for either i will buy him a new doll yeah, I know, and he's not having it he wants he his own doll and and who would blame him who would blame him it's his property uh, you'd want your property back so i'm i'm fully behind him i fully support him search for either continues make sure you tune into youtube and have a look at seeing yeah. what's going on and uh we'll get another podcast out to you in a week's time um, if yeah, there's anything in particular you want us to cover, then leave us a comment on the YouTube or the Facebook pages. Let us know. This will be going on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts as well, so you can download it and take it on the go as well. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you want us to cover, and uh, we'll catch up with you guys next week. 
Yeah, sweet. Sweet. Well, thanks for joining us, buddy. I'll, uh, Always a pleasure. Catch up with you later. Give me a quick two sweet. Yes. Two sweet. Yeah. Two sweet. And uh, catch up with you later. Good night, mate. Cheers, bro.